The first night at sea was bitterly cold. No one slept as waves crashed and winds roared. But by morning, the ocean had settled down. The crew was feeling the effects of their sleepless night and the curse that was spreading through their skin and entering their hearts. I think I'm going to be seasick. I almost forgot about my stomach. My skin is covered with red sores. And I itch like crazy. I can't do another night of this. Well, I won't make it another night if I don't eat something soon. We might need to get fishing, boys. One of the king's guards handed me a bag of apples before we boarded the ship. I've been so upset I almost forgot about them. Apples? Apples? Seriously? I can't believe you would hog those for yourself. Give me two. Only one, Tito. Why do you care so much, Carabella? Listen to her! We must make sure our supplies last as long as they can. Oh, come on. I'm a growing boy. We have bigger problems in figuring out how to share apples, you two. One apple, Tito. Who made you the boss? You guys, stop arguing. Oh, would you calm down, Mindy? Listen. Whoa, what is that? Whatever it is, it's big enough to rock the entire boat. Must be a sea monster. The Sea of Mortem is home of the greatest sea beast ever discovered. Ah! Whoa! That's gotta be the sea beast. They call her Apollyon. Apollyon! Apollyon! I want to go home. Too late for that. Calm down, Mindy. Yeah, every one of us is in the same boat. Haha, <laughs> same boat, get it? I'd like to propose some rules. While on board this ship, there will be no jokes and no crying. Good thoughts, Roper. I like the sound of that. We need some rules on our ship. Look down. There she is. Crazy looking thing. Sure is. It is muy bonita. No jokes, Tito. Look, everybody. It's a messenger pigeon. What? Where? I'll take that, thank you. It's a letter from the king. Everyone, listen up. The king writes. I hope this letter finds you safe at sea. As you may already know, the Sea of Mortem is home to one particularly large sea beast. Apollyon gets especially hungry at lunchtime. She will toss your ship until she is finally fed and full. She will be satisfied when you toss her your first catch of the day. Do this when the sun is high in the sky. You heard the king. We must be prepared to feed the sea beast so we don't become lunch this afternoon. Let's get fishing. So who knows how to fish? I have more important duties. I'll help, Carabella. Don't look at me. Uh, okay. I'll do my best. Okay, Tito. Remember... No one may eat anything until we know we have enough to satisfy the beast at lunchtime. Got it? But the letter said our fish catch would be enough. Do you really want to risk it, Tito? Carabella's right. Okay, okay, I trust you, Carabella. No snacks for me until Apollyon's happy. For the next several hours, Tito did his best with the fishing supplies aboard the ship. Have you caught anything, Tito? Working on it, Carabella. We'll start working a little harder. I think, I think, I got, yes, I got a bite. Reel it in. I'm trying, I've got him. I did it. Our first catch at sea. I caught one, everybody. It's, it's... Tiny. And the sun is already high in the sky. We've got no more time. We have to get ready for Apollyon. Apollyon! There she is, right on time. 
Well, the king did say our first catch would satisfy her. Bon appetit, Apalian. Ha! It worked! Way to go, Tito. It may have saved us, but we don't have any lunch thanks to Tito's fishing skills. I sure am hungry. Me too. <sighs> Grab an apple, everyone. Remember, Tito, you've already had yours for today. Oh, Tito, don't worry. At least you caught something. We'd all be doomed if you hadn't tried. Gracias, Mindy. Here, you can have my apple. Really? Sure. I don't know what's gotten into Carabella. Well, I do. It's the curse, Mindy. Soon we'll all be just as cold-hearted. But I sure hope not. Soon even you and your soft heart will be turned hard if our time at sea lasts too much longer. After a few weeks, the crew grew used to their new routines. Tito even found his knack for fishing. They had several feasts of fish to eat, and taming the beast got easier, but their skin got worse. Oh, my skin, it stings. I know, Mindy, I've tried everything, but my skin's only gotten worse. It sure has. Have you seen your face, Roper? It's disgusting. I didn't expect anything to blister more than Tito's green fingers. I can't stand this anymore. How many times do we have to tell you? Stop crying, Mindy. Man, my fingers ache. I'd chop them off if I didn't need them to fish. Hang in there, Tito. Hope is coming. Hope? <laughs> I know I'm tired of waiting on King Elroy. We've got to solve our own problems. It's time to stop whining and get fishing. Carabella, my fingers... I could use some... You will fish today, Tito. There are no excuses. Look. <coughs> I hope this letter finds you safe at sea. Ha! <laughs> sure he does. Keep reading, Sully. I hope this letter finds you safe at sea. I know many of you, before you ever set sail on the Sea of Mortem, were aware of the irritable effects of the curse. I'm sure you are now experiencing pain like you never expected. I write you now to remind you that there will be a day when the suffering will be over. Until then, I want to share a remedy that will temporarily relieve your pain and clear your skin. On the back of this letter, I've provided you with instructions. Follow them carefully. King Elroy. Give it here! What does the king say to do? I'm desperate! Read it louder, Roper. At sunrise, gather seaweed. Ha! <laughs> I'm not getting close to those waters. Use fishing lines to pull them out of the sea. No one's getting close to the water. Thirdly, wrap the seaweed around affected skin. That's it. Remove the seaweed when after it has dried. Do this once a day. Let's try it. We have to wait until tomorrow at sunrise. Why couldn't he have told us this news earlier? He wants us to suffer. You're probably right, Sully. Why would he ever care about us? Tito caught several large fish that morning, but no one ate until lunchtime. The sea beast was satisfied with Tito's first catch as always. That evening, they all dreamed of what the seaweed might do for their sores. After what seemed like days, the morning had come and the sun rose over the sea. Wake up! Wake up! Quiet down, Mindy. What's all this fuss? The seaweed! A seaweed! A seaweed! I never thought I'd wanted to hear that bird! Let's go, everyone! Together, the crew gathered seaweed that surrounded their ship. They collected loads of the slimy green leaves, then followed the king's instructions, applying it to their skin. 
Immediately, they found relief. Ah, my face! My hands! Let me help you, Sully! Yeah, it's so slimy. It's worth it. Ah, finally the pain is gone. Ah, you're right. Ah, thank you, King Elroy. Do you think this is the help the king was talking about? The king said he would bring rescue. I think this is the rescue, Tito. Really, Robert? Who would ever want this old fool back? The seaweed is helping my pain. But these scars are never going away. Who would want me back? I don't know about you, but I could live like this. Out at sea with no king. Stop it, Sullivan. The king will send rescue. It's up to us to survive these waters and cure our skin. We'll be taken back when we've proved we deserve rescue. Then I better get fishing. Good thinking, Tito. We have to be prepared. See, si, Capitan. Oh, I like that. Captain Carabella, Queen of Mortem. Oh, stop it, Sullivan. Just think about it. We need some order around here. Okay, crew, listen up. We've got to get serious around here, and let me remind you of our rules on this ship. Rule number one, we don't cry. Rule number two, we don't eat until we know we have enough. Rule number three, we stay far away from the dangerous water. Rule number four, we don't forget to apply seaweed to our skin three times a day. But the king said to apply seaweed only once a day. Do you want to end up looking like Roper? Well, no, ma'am. That's what I thought. And finally, rule five. Call me Captain. Captain Carabella. Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. After Captain Carabella took charge, things ran smoothly aboard. After weeks at sea, she rarely had to correct anyone. She no longer had to remind Tito to stop snacking before lunch. She no longer had to scold Mindy for whining. And Roper was diligent to apply seaweed to his face three times a day. I found it sea isn't too bad now, is it, Carabella? Oh, stop, Sully. I'm not like you. I couldn't live out here forever. As captain, it's my job to spot the rescue that will get us back to Edenville. Oh, is that why you spend most of the day in the crow's nest? That's right. I'm on the lookout for a royal ship with majestic white sails. The king will come in his best. I just know it. Hey, you guys, look down there. There's a man rowing a paddle boat. He's coming our way. What does he think he's doing? Could it be the king's rescue? Rescue? It looks like he's the one who needs rescuing. Hey, what are you doing down there? So close to the dangerous waters. Don't you know a sea beast could swallow you whole? My name is Raymond. Will you help me up? Here, give me your hand. Thank you. I'm Tito. Ah, yes, Tito. And you must be Mindy, which would make you Roper, Sullivan, and Carabella. That's Captain Carabella. Where have you come from, Raymond? The king has sent me. King Elroy? Calm down, Mindy. This must be some nasty joke. You expect me to believe the king sent you like this? Young man, we don't have time for games. You guys, give him a chance to speak. Yeah, let him talk. I've come to cure the curse and to take you back to the king. As Raymond spoke, Captain Carabella, Sullivan, and Roper remained skeptical at the paddler man. He was rugged and his boat was small, nothing like the rescue they had been expecting. But Tito and Mindy were all ears as he told stories of King Elroy they had never heard before. It's as if Raymond knew him personally. There was something special about this man. But how would he cure them? How would he bring them back to Edenville in a paddle boat? 